Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Did you guys see the picture of the happiest man in Canada that was released yesterday? Who's that? Uh, Adlin Lewis of Brampton, Ontario, the guy who won the $70 million Lotto Max jackpot. Yes, this guy. He claimed it a week after he won it. Uh, He says, I'm overwhelmed, excited, happy, and shocked, but mostly I feel very, very blessed. I want to hate this guy, but I love this picture. He looks like he's so darn happy. He does look happy. He looks like a nice guy, too. He says that he spent the day uh, a week ago yesterday, so he spent the day last Tuesday thinking about how he was going to tell his wife. He swiped uh, with the app in his car before he, he went to work in the morning. There was an error message. Remember, I was checking my tickets, and I kept getting the error message on the app, but then eventually it scanned. It said, big winner, and the number 70. And he's like, does this mean what I think it means? This better not be $70. <laughs> Went in and he uh, he scanned it in a uh, variety store. And yeah, he found out he won $70 million. Uh, he ended up going to work. <gasps> he works as a credit risk manager. <laughs> I don't think he wow. has has to worry about his credit anymore. Uh-huh. It's pretty good. But he's very liked at work. Uh, people know him as the lucky guy in the office. He won a car a couple years ago. He won the first and second prizes in the workplace holiday draw. <laughs> He's just, he's this guy just, won a stapler and a t-shirt? He's one of those dudes with a horseshoe up there. You know what I mean? Yeah. He says uh, his plans are going to make some investments, take some trips, enjoy his life. Also, my wife has always wanted to try those VIP $100 slots in Las Vegas, and now I can make that dream come true for her. <laughs> this is the one thing that bothered me about the interview. You win $70 million, and the first Still thing you can pick gamble. up is go gamble? Oh, he's the lucky guy, man. <laughs> what else do you need? He's the lucky guy. Is the rush even there when you have $70 million if you're losing? I don't know, but... It's a slippery slope, man. Yeah. If, if I find out this guy's broke in 10 years, I'm going to be very disappointed in him. But not surprised. Adlin Lewis of Brampton. There he is holding the big check in this picture. The check kind of looks cheap. I'm surprised. It looks like they use the, it's like a dry erase check where they just wipe the numbers off <laughs> and write it in for the next winner. But you'd think for the set, the largest jackpot of all time, yeah, they would have gone to the trouble of printing like a fancier, you know, maybe bling it up a little bit. Well, you don't, you don't get $70 million to give away by spending money on novelty checks, Taz. <laughs> That's how the rich stay rich. <laughs> Uh, he bought the ticket at George's Convenience. Let's call and, and find out what it was like to sell that ticket. Hello, George's. George's Convenience. How does it feel to sell a $70 million lottery ticket? Uh, the other store, not here, sir. Ah! Okay, we'll call the other store. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Guess there's two of them. Worth a shot. <laughs> and yeah, here it is. Okay. Maybe it's this George's convenience. <laughs> Let's call the other one. George's convenience. George's convenience. Yeah, man. Good morning. Morning. What does it feel like to sell a $70 million winning Lotto Max ticket? Uh, it feels good, Brian, man. It feels good. Were you the guy in the store? Yeah, I was, yeah. What's your name? Mazen. 
Mazin. So yeah, you you awesome. sold the winning ticket. Yeah, I sold the seventy million dollars. Holy! And yeah. have you heard at all from the winner? Has he come back to thank you? No, I haven't heard nothing from the guy. What? Yeah, I haven't heard nothing from him. <laughs> and how does it work when you are uh, you're a convenience store and you sell the winning ticket? Does the OLG give you a little kickback on that? You get a percentage? Yeah, I think we're gonna get like either thousand or two thousand from them. Two thousand? Yeah. 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 More like two million. Yeah, so you should I, I, get. Well, I wish if it was two million. I, I think the dude who won needs to get back in there, and you know, there's still time. There's still time for him to come back in and. Oh, yeah. Slide you a little envelope. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> but who knows, right? Have uh, people been coming in there and buying their their tickets for uh, the next draw because they think your store is lucky now? I think so because yesterday we were very busy after they announced it. Yeah. Yeah, man, like it's crazy. I don't know. What would you do first thing if you won seventy million dollars? What would you do, Matt, bro? <laughs> I don't even know because you know what? Even selling the seventy million dollars, I was like freaking like excited. Yeah, you didn't get the money. You're still pumped just oh, to be that close to it. Yeah, man. Because I've been doing this for over like fifteen years, and I never ever like you know got, gotten that close. And you know, for me to sell like that Canadian highest jackpot ever, like it's crazy. It's huge. It is you just thinking about it. It's huge. Before the seventy million, what would you say the biggest uh, lottery ticket ever claimed in your store was? Uh, and my, you know what? I can't remember. But like my my old store where I used to work at before Peter Robinson Dixie, which was like ten years ago, they sold the fifty million dollars once. After Holy like cow! Five years. I think it's you. No, it wasn't me. Mazin, no, but I think you're the good luck. Any store you work at is selling big jackpot tickets. I don't know, man. I got to want a jackpot myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought, like, uh, I remember, like, one was, like, June. I had a, a girl walked in, and then she bought a $10 bigger spin. Uh-huh. And she won 25000 Oh, man. Like, on a spin, like, once to once. You're, you're on the outside looking in. You get to see everyone else win, but you don't get the cash yourself. I know, that's, that's the only thing. I just need $1 million. That's it. I don't need more than that. <laughs> well, we're Taz and Jim. We're on the radio. We just want to say thanks and congratulations. Oh, man, no problem. I, I thought it was a customer actually calling me and just asking questions, to be honest with you. Well, I'll tell you, if we're ever in Brampton, we will be customers. George's Convenience. The right one. Yeah, the one on Mississauga Road in Brampton. A very lucky store. I need the help of the listeners here. Parenting advice. My wife and I have decided to go for it with uh, with potty training for our three-year-old. Mm. He's not peeing or pooping on the potty regularly. I don't know why my wife chose this past Sunday, but she said, okay, today's the day we're going to do it. <laughs> and every time uh, Grayson pees his pants, he's just wearing underwear. We've taken his diaper off. Every time he pees his pants, you've got to go put him in the tub uh, because otherwise he won't learn. He needs to realize there's a consequence to peeing your pants. So if, if he pees, put him in the tub, make sure he cleans himself, put another pair of underwear and a new pair of pants on him. Hmm. So you're like doing laundry and bathing yourself oh, at the same time? There's a ton of laundry going on in our house right now. Get him up there first time he pees his pants and get them all cleaned up, heart to heart. Look at daddy, look at daddy. Next time you have to go, we'll go pee on the potty. You'll get a sticker and and you just tell mommy or daddy if you have to go. Okay, yeah, dad. Okay, yeah. About half an hour later. 
Kids peeing, middle of the floor again. I just peed. Broke the seal. <laughs> we take another bath. Same thing. When you have to pee, tell mommy or daddy and we'll go on the potty. Yeah, got it, dad. Come on. What do you think? I'm an idiot. <laughs> you just said that. We go downstairs. We're playing mini sticks in the basement. I go to use the washroom. I come back out. Where's my kid? I hear something in the storage room. <laughs> I open the cold cellar. He's standing there, and uh, he says, I just peed. <laughs> he's uh, he's uh, flooding the ice over there. <laughs> I was like, dude, why would you go in the cold cellar? The bathroom's is the same distance away from where you were standing. Go on the potty. I don't know. <laughs> I take him upstairs one more time, and... And uh, give him another bath. So three baths in like a two-hour period because this kid just will not stop peeing his pants. And eventually I'm like, I'm putting the diaper back on. Honey, I'm going out. I'm taking Grayson with me. I'm not leaving the house if he's not wearing a diaper with this kid. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't trust him at the grocery (laughs) store then. But this is it. Like, this is his his thing. Yesterday I was in the in the office checking emails and stuff and he was running around playing and things got really quiet so I come out of the office I'm like where is he I'm looking around not in the dining room not in the uh, sitting area is he over in the living room I just see a little head pop up from the chair in the corner he's behind the chair and as soon as I saw the little head pop up I'm like did you just poop your pants yep <laughs> you got it dad I'm like why would you hide behind the chair Instead of just going to the bathroom, you'll have more privacy in the bathroom than popping a squat behind the recliner, dude. What are you doing? Hmm. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) He just loves hiding in random places. And you know what? It probably is fun. Yeah, it's like (laughs) to just hide places and defecate, but it's uh, just not what we're going for in our house. Maybe he likes baths. I don't know if that's really the. uh... (laughs) Yeah, maybe the bath needs to be colder. You should have to do 10 push ups every time you. Throw him in a (laughs) snowbank. Put him on the deck and spray him down with the hose. (laughs) Hands on the the bricks. (laughs) Power washer. I need some tips. If you have successfully potty trained a child, please call us. Let me know how to do it. You know what I used to do with my son? Uh, I used to put Cheerios or uh, cereal in the toilet so he could uh, aim and pee on it. It was like a game for him. You got to watch him, though, because my kid loves to eat Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. And it does look like a definitely. big cereal bowl. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, definitely. But it seemed like it was a, a game to him. So every time he wanted to go to the potty, I'd have to run and get cereal before we went. So I had to try to beat him to the washroom. <laughs> Why is there a box of cornflakes on the back of your toilet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, I, I left, uh, I used to get those small boxes and just leave them under the counter there so I didn't have to run run to the kitchen all the time. But How long did it take? How long does it take before they're trained? You know what? Uh, every kid's different. Um, like I have, I have three boys and all of them were different, so... I can't really give you a timeline, but if you make it fun for them, it's more exciting to them, and then they want to do it more. Well, that's probably why he's hiding and pooping. He thinks it's a yeah, game. <laughs> definitely. He's that's like, I gotta idea. go see if Dad can find where I took a dump. Hide and go pee. Hide <laughs> and go poop. <laughs> yeah, go find the poop. <laughs> Thanks, man. Hey, Maddie, what do you think? Am I doing it wrong? How do I potty train my kid? Yeah, um, I'm an ECE, so I do lots of potty training. 
This is just what I need. Give it to me. <laughs> so in the beginning, he has to want to do it. Uh-huh. If he's not interested, you're not going to get him potty trained no matter how hard you try. It's like an alcoholic or a drug addict. If they don't yeah. want to quit, they're not going to quit. It's exactly. true. And right now, so, my son is addicted to peeing <laughs> on our floors. Yeah, you're going to want to start setting a timer for every 15 to 20 minutes. Uh-huh. And even if he doesn't pee, at least sit him on the toilet and make it like this big, fun fun thing. Make it exciting. Like, And then if he does pee, make a big deal out of it. Like, oh, my God, you peed. Good job. I'm so proud. Okay. And then Maybe a high five after he washes his hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but the more exciting you make it for him and the more often you do it, the easier it will be. Even What's the timeline? This is my this is my big worry. How long is this going to take? Is this a three-day thing? Is yeah, this a- we're talking about uh, should be done by next Thursday? or It totally depends on him. It could be a two-day thing. It could be a two-month thing. Thank mm. you. Hey, Corey. Yeah, good morning. Potty training. How do you do it? Okay, so when my kid was that age, uh, we heard from a friend of ours that you know, go in there and show them how it's done, like dad's son. Uh-huh. And then um, add some fun into it, make it a game. He threw a couple of Fruit Loops in there. You got to pee on the Fruit Loops. Yeah. I, I'm, we're realizing here that I think 90% of the cereal sold is just being peed on by uh, toddlers. It's <laughs> <laughs> all just urine bullseyes. <laughs> that's, a, that's a piece of the market I never really thought of until today. Thank you. Sports time with the sports guy, Devin Peacock, here on the Taz Show. <laughs> Understandably, Pete Rose, the only man who's ever actually been punished for cheating at baseball, is a little upset with what's going on right now, the current scandal involving stealing signs. Yeah, Pete has wasted uh, no time giving his two cents on the whole situation. And he has been very vocal over the past day about the fact that he believes what the Houston Astros have done and what it looks like the Boston Red Sox have done, whatever they were doing, they're being investigated because of Alex Cora, is much worse than his scandal when he was managing the Cincinnati Reds and he was banned for life for uh, betting while uh, managing. Yeah, but he says he only bet on the Reds to win. He would bet on games that they were playing in. Yes. But he'd always take his team to win. He- which is kind of cool to me. I think they should make that part of a, of the game. If a manager wants to put his own money up mm-hmm. and wager that his team is going to win, they should, with full transparency, be allowed to do that. I'm calling BS on Pete Rose. So, like, there was no ev- he bet against him. There's no evidence that was found that he bet against the Reds. But uh, John Dowd, who did the investigation, uh, found that he was spending ten thousand dollars a day, and Pete said he always, always bet. On the Reds. So either he is a terrible gambler <laughs> or he's telling the truth. He's not telling he's the truth. He's just super confident in his team. As long as you're over 500, you're making money. What a motivator. Yeah. You know, to manage the team better. If you know that you're going to lose $10,000 if your team doesn't win, you're going to manage the hell out of those boys. <laughs> That being said, if he is being honest and he never threw a game to make money, do you think he's right that it is stealing signs is worse than betting on your team? Because it seems like a pretty good argument. No, I, I think betting on your like betting on the sport that you are participating in, you are actively participating in, is much worse 
and what the Houston Astros did. Like, but you're not changing the outcome of the game, like stealing signs would. Well, some could argue if he's betting against the Reds, but then I, you do the opposite. You don't manage the hell out of them. You kind of take a backseat. Or if you know guys have injuries or some guys got the flu, you've got inside information. You're making bets on your team. Not of a course. good look. It's, it's worse to throw a game than to cheat to win a game, but I'm saying if we take him at his word, which he's Pete Rose, so why wouldn't we? Uh, <laughs> I would say he's right. I mean, it did take him 16 years to finally admit, yes, he did bet on baseball. So he's, I mean, aside from that, he's never lied <laughs> uh-huh. about anything to do with betting on baseball. He's just jealous that the uh, the Astros didn't tell him that they were cheating because he would have bet big on them <laughs> to win the World Series. <laughs> Justin Trudeau's beard. It keeps popping up in my, in my social media feed. I haven't. We haven't talked about this really. We didn't think it was it was major news, but he's. It looks like he's keeping it. Yeah, I, I think my my theory is that he was in Costa Rica over the Christmas break for a few weeks and yeah. was looking disheveled in a photo as he was at a convenience store buying some liquor. And I think he's being criticized, so I think he kept the beard to be like, no, I wasn't just on a bender. This is my new look. And that's why he's maintaining. He was it. being criticized because he went to a liquor store on vacation. Because well, he had a beard, like he looked like he was on a bender. It's hard to explain, but like well, that's what people were saying. When did I grow my beard? When you were on time. your bender? <laughs> no, I was on vacation with my family at my parents' place. It's like an old folks community in Florida. It was the furthest thing from a bender. Mm. But when you're on vacation, not shaving is one of the benefits, of course. He has manicured it. Like it's not like it's my my beard is a lot more out of control than his is. Yeah, he's got his of, dialed in. Yours is a lot of random neck action going. <laughs> <laughs> but his is is a legit beard now. <laughs> it looks like it looks like he's about to put on a pirate costume a little bit, doesn't it? <laughs> He is enthusiastic about his costumes. He's very enthusiastic when it comes to costumes. Or th- he looks like a three musketeer. If, yeah. he did, if he just curled the mustache up a little bit, he'd have a real f- D'Artagnan look going. Yeah. Stereotypical Frenchman is what he was, the look he's going for. You think so? Because for me, Frenchman, I think no beard and just the curly mustache. Yeah, or like a thin I guess mustache, so. Yeah. Striped shirt, mm-hmm. beret. Yeah, baguette as well in hand. <laughs> baguette in a paper bag <laughs> walking home from the market. That's a Frenchman. Handkerchief, red handkerchief. Tied around his neck. Slightly to the side. Yes. <laughs> Mildly askew hanky <laughs> tied around his neck. The, the, it, is, it is an evil twin look as well. It, it, mm. like, this guy shows up on a soap opera. You know he's bad news. <laughs> it's, it's funny, though. It's like... It looks good. It, it, sure. I think it, Is that the consensus that it looks good? Are people uh, hating it? What have you seen? I think... Uh, all I've seen, and this is crazy, but all I've seen is pictures with him next to Fidel Castro now with a beard. Oh, the old rumor that Fidel Castro is really his dad? Yeah, so that's what I just keep seeing. Uh-huh. But, uh, well, I mean, whatever you say about Justin Trudeau, he's a good-looking man. Yeah. And his anytime something about his looks comes into the news, it seems to have some staying power. Like, internationally as well. That's the thing about good-looking people. They can they can pull off any look. I know, eh? Right? Like, Johnny Depp. He wears some of the most ridiculous clothing ever. If you were, you or I tried to dress 
out of Johnny Depp's closet, yeah, people would be laughing their heads off, <laughs> if not to our faces behind our backs. Yeah, yeah, right. But I feel like Trudeau could pull off some of J- Johnny Depp's uh, wacky hats and and multiple scarves. Yeah, nine scarves, mm-hmm. handkerchief, striped M- shirt. Must be nice beret. <laughs> Yeah, so this uh, I think I think Trudeau's beard is better looking than my beard. Would you agree with that statement? Uh, I hate to say it, but yeah, it has. Yeah. I, is listen, that your goal? This is your goal beard over no, here? No, you know, I'm just being lazy in the wintertime. I'm going <laughs> to shave this off for the summer, I promise. Okay. Trudeau, on the other hand, time will tell. Seems to be really loving the old beard right now. And we're not talking about Sophie. <laughs> That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.